Hi, Kayla. Stop. How are you? Episode three. How was your How was your week since we did this? Everything good? Yeah. Yeah. It, that I've, tornado was absolutely. fucking nuts, though. Oh yeah, you know, like I had a cow fly by, fly by my window. Like, I I didn't expect it to be be made entirely of bears, but it was an interesting twist. Uh, yeah. Ooh, a bear nato. I'm just saying it. I mean, yeah, that's kind of close to another thing that we yeah. already experienced <laughs> as a culture. Don't need to go no. back to. No, let's not do that. Uh, speaking of cultural relevance, though, um. What is it when um, you're really adamant about something, but nobody will listen? You're on something, right? A hill to die on. And I was going to record, like, me and James setting up. And I was like, that's going to be stupid. It's just going to be us sitting here, wasting time, smoking weed, and then going, fuck, should we do this? Smoking three more cigarettes, and then going, all right, we should probably do this. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, yeah. uh, we are talking about the haunting of Hill House. Yeah. Thank you for letting me do that. I, <laughs> Without I'm all of the weirdness. Let's, uh, yeah. I mean, it's the best I could do. Yeah. See, get off my ass I'm about not, it. I'm not like you a voice better. actor. I can't. That I will be a hundred percent honest with you. Oh. I yeah. I'm not a voice actor. Like I, I played wind instruments to hide behind my instrument because I hate my voice. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not good at singing, but I do it sometimes anyway. Yeah, uh, same. Like, if you're comfortable and you get into a song, yes, but not... I, I do a pretty good Time After Time by Cyndi Lauper. I kind of want to see that. Oh, I can, sh- oh yeah. I can do it after yeah. this. Um, I also do a pretty good Like a Prayer by Madonna. That's a good song. Yeah. yeah. I Madonna mm. is kind of like... My mom listened to a lot of Madonna when I was Oh, younger. dude, Borderline's and, a good like, song. Yeah, I, although she did stick me with Celine Dion, too, so not Ooh, so no. I, I'm not a big Celine Dion no, fan. No, um, I, I, oh, it's somewhere. I think it might be on the hard drive. I have uh, me doing that Jewel song, You Were Meant For Me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how drunk were you that day? Uh, probably. <laughs> I mean, yeah. if we're going historically, most likely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the statistics are pretty high on that one. <laughs> the, like, yep. I guess yep. throughout the span of my let's say ninety-eight yeah. percent. I'm sure I wasn't hammered, but I'm sure I was pretty well oiled. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, let's also not forget. I mean. The probably my favorite '80s song. Well, as far as like '80s pop songs, anyway. Uh, Roxette, listen to your heart. That's a fucking banger. Yeah, fuck you, James. 
stupid asshole. I, yeah. I know he's not here I, to defend himself, but... I've been seeing your, like, back and forth on Facebook. And yeah, he's a real now. dickhead about... You ever notice, though, he never brings up what he likes. It's always shit that I like that sucks. Yeah, sorry. We don't all fucking listen to, uh, uh, ska or... What's the... Punk. No, or, the, the, like, Mexican banjo music. I'm drawing a fucking blank. Either way. Um, yeah, I'm metalhead, so... Yeah. Yeah. And should we maybe talk about Hill House? Instead yeah. Of, instead of just me it, yelling like, at a man Hill who's House. not here. Oh, speaking of Hill House, uh, the, the score in this movie is, surprisingly, I, I'm not too unhappy with it, but, like, I'm a classical musician. Ooh. So... Um, like... Wait, then why am I doing intro music for this? Um, because I don't have an instrument. We've got time in between. Let's just bang something out real quick. Yeah, not a piano. Like, keyboard, not so much. Uh, I was a woodwind in brass. Um, and, like, my favorite instrument is bassoon. Um... It's not the one that you have to stuff your fist in? No, that's a French horn. Oh, all right. A bassoon is like, okay, everybody calls it a bass oboe, which it's not a bass oboe. Yeah, but you they dickheads, use it, shut up. It's used, like, a lot in Hill House because it's it's used so much in horror movie scores because it's got, like, this deep, dark sound that it's a double reed, and it's like, I'm five foot one. My instrument was an inch and a half shorter than I was. Or, yeah, shorter than I was. Duh. Um. So, yes, it's very big... Um, a lot of them, people, like, use a sit strap, and then you have, like, a metal thing that comes up out of one of the tubes and goes to a double reed. So it's like an oboe reed, um, but bigger. Um, and it's just got this beautiful sound to it. And that's, I think that's why I like horror movies so much. Like, the music um, in, in a decent score, like, is going to, like, bring you in. Um, and I... They could have done better with the score, a, a, a lot better, but it wasn't bad. It definitely wasn't the best, but I'm sure they didn't have hey, the funding for... That's what... Oh, I'm sure Mike Flanagan had the funding. I, no, but um, that's interesting that you bring it up because that's one of the things that, like, as a just a movie watcher in general, that I mm -hmm. do count, fall kind of short on is I don't usually notice a score unless it really fucking stands out. Yeah. Like, John Carpenter anything. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a fucking score right there. Yeah. But yeah. usually it's, it's something that I, I... It's not that I don't hear it, because obviously, but yeah. it's not something that really registers yeah. unless it's very, very well executed. And, yeah, I couldn't tell you a single lick of the music that happened in any of this. No, it, they definitely... They used it sparingly. There wasn't much... I would think it was more... He wanted the more quietness and seriousness to the movie to build the suspense, I think, but they they could have done better. Yeah, I mean... Like, there could have been actual, like, music between, like, in, like, transitions or something, but it, it was very, very minimal. And I, I think that's kind of his thing now, a little bit, <laughs> the being quiet. Um, <laughs> Shut up, Flanagan. Uh, um, yeah. So, um, I, that's my issue with that. 
man, He's... now I gotta watch all this shit again <laughs> and fucking pay attention. No, I'm not doing no, any of that. No, I've, I've... I've seen this enough. <laughs> well, I've I... seen it enough. We had enough bad luck trying to talk about Hill House, honestly. That was... Oh, man. I, we rescheduled, what, three times? Twice? If, I... if, and if you want to go even further back, like... this has been cursed. The entire network's been cursed since the day... Like, since before it actually started. Yeah. Uh, my original co-host for any of the horror vomit shit died the weekend that we were supposed to record our first thing. Whoa. And that was right as COVID kicked in and I couldn't get my equipment because the UPS wouldn't leave it at the door. And it's been a long series of mishaps ever since. This being no different. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Because, uh, yeah, just around this show alone, a lot of Dying or almost dying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. That's... Oh. Yeah, and... Yeah. Throw salt over the shoulder real quick. Hold on. Knock on wood. All right. So <laughs> we are talking about episode three, Touch. So who in the hill house, Kayla? Theo. Theo. It's a Theo. It's a Theo episode. All right. How do you feel about Theo as a character, just in general? Theo as a character, I, I like her. Um, I, um, yeah, definitely the hotness thing doesn't hurt in, like, the way she's introduced to us. But she's, like, damaged and, like, living in this, like, bubble of enabling of her family and, in yes. and, and it, and, and she's aware of that and lives in it anyway, and I'm like... That bothers me about her. Uh, but I still like her. And, I, and like, my initial reaction to, or I guess the introduction to Theo is she takes a girl home from the bar and then pretty much tells her to get out. Like, kind of fuck you a little bit. <laughs> like, unless that was pre-established that that's what you're going there to do. Kind of fuck you, Theo. Yeah. And she... And I I hate to say this because I'm not saying that psychology necessarily is bullshit, but she lives in that world, so she has all the technical jargon that she may or may not follow very strictly. Yeah. Yep. And I don't know. It's... And also, I'm going to be real honest, I fucking hate this episode. I... It was... It's so fucking boring. Yes, it... And the reason, to me, that it's boring... Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. The reason that I think that this movie, or this episode is boring is because it has fucking nothing to do with the the plot of the show whatsoever. No, I... The progression (sighs) of her character, like, it shows you her character, yes. I feel like they focus too much on needing to go into the character's backstories. Way too much in this show. Like, I, you, you, they show like, like you said earlier, the Theo making a sandwich. Why? Like, just. But the stick events of this episode have nothing to do. They uh, okay. They kind of paint who Theo is, but and we'll get into it. But I think anybody would have done exactly what she did. Yeah. Like it's it's her job to do what she did. Yeah. Yep. There, there was nothing in this episode for me to grab onto and be like, oh, well, that was interesting. Oh, well, that was good. It was all just like, why are we doing any of this? Yeah. Like, it, 
this is one of those episodes where when we said it could have been six instead of ten, you could have mashed this in with a couple other things. Yeah. Or at least given her an actual arc yeah. that wasn't just her job. Yep. Because it was just Theo on a side quest. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And they, like, depict just the most random, like, day of her life. Like, it wasn't... Like, yes, it was, like, a kind of important event, but at the same time, like, does that really adequately, like, show you Theo, even? Like, to take a whole episode and only do that, like, they didn't show, if they're going to do a whole episode, show more about, like, something. It it was kind of a disservice to her character. Yes, exactly. Uh, So, my my first note is just that we, we find out right away that Theo's sensitive. Yeah. That she has extrasensory abilities yeah. that are never really defined. We, we get it, yeah. but it's never specifically Like defined. said out and like showed exactly what. It's just like the yeah. gist of it has been told. And what I really like is that Flanagan, not to my knowledge anyway, they don't do like the uh, psychic link where she sees the future or sees this from a person. It's all just in Kate Siegel's reaction yeah. in her face and her as an actress. So I really appreciate that because flipping to any sort of, you know, like psychic link scene is usually dog shit. Yeah. Unless it's in Battleship and it's completely unearned and then it's fucking amazing. <laughs> Love that movie. Sorry, sorry for hollering. So we also find out that Theo is working as a child psychologist. Yeah. So she is a doctor. Yeah. And we didn't know that when we know that she's living in Shirley's guest house. But we find that out now. And it does kind of raise the question of why are you here? I I was wondering the same thing. Like, I mean, I get student loans and stuff. And, like, she's a, a doctor. So, like, but, like, yeah. she has her own practice. And usually, like, They don't start their own practice until they know they can afford to start their own practice. Until you're doing well. Until they're doing well. So why is she still living in Shirley's fucking little shack outside and not on her own? Like I said, her like little bubble of codependency is like very strong. That she refuses to acknowledge that she has any codependent uh, tendencies whatsoever. Yeah. But... You know she's because she has boundaries. She, how many times does she bring up boundaries in the course of this series? Yeah. Like I, or I'm not saying don't have boundaries. I'm saying that her use of the word boundaries is just kind of like, all right, you're kind of pushing the definition there, Theo. Yeah. It's and it's not even something that should make her uncomfortable or anything. Like, oh yeah, you just fucked this girl, and she's just trying to say like, so. I did this today, and you're going to be an asshole? Like, yeah. all right, come on, Theo. Fuck you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Um, and again, going into that this episode doesn't matter, she finds the wine bottle. Because her and Hugh are going through a bunch of shit that they find in the house saying, if we find cool stuff, we can sell it. If not, fucking throw it away. Yep. And he hands her a box that's got a very old bottle of wine in it. And because she felt it. Yeah. With her bare hands. Yep. Which is why she wears the gloves. Which is why she wears the gloves. Yep. The, like, the whole 
tortured person that like can't touch people like that's I I always wondered that like is if that's why she kicks like the girls out because like you can't put a glove over your whole body that's still your skin so like is sex kind of like horrible and distracting for her I was gonna bring this up or I say is the rules of this ability just oh well just doesn't work on genitals right (laughs) like um it's kind of the problem with it follows yeah like uh, how how exactly are you passing this uh, all right i've talked enough about it follows in the past but yeah it's just kind of because they show her after clearly having at least part of her inside of this girl right she's putting her gloves back on afterwards right yeah so yeah is sex just a real bummer for her and if so why are you doing it yeah i i wondered (laughs) yeah it makes no sense to me um because, like, that doesn't, you're, if you're having sex with women, you kind of need your hands. Yeah. It, um, I, granted, I've yeah. never been a woman having sex with another woman, <laughs> but I think that's one of your two, unless you want to count toes, like, two things that you can really use. <laughs> like, they seem kind of integral to uh, what you would need to be doing. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's kind of an important part. That's yeah. like why they tr- the, like the girls, the lesbians that get their nails done, get the two trimmed shorter. And, and yeah, it's a yeah. thing. That's definitely a thing. <laughs> I would fucking hope so. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah. I'm gonna go like just badger claw some chick's badge. <laughs> Christ! Yeah, cut your yeah, fucking I'll, nails. No shit. That's right. just common courtesy. <laughs> yeah, kinda. Can, uh, all right. Uh, unless you, uh, speaking of common courtesy in the bedroom, unless you're like explicitly like right up front, like, hey, I, I don't do that. Go down on people. It's That's... it's not a big fucking deal. Don't be no. an asshole. No. All right. Now that I've gotten my stance on that out of the way. Throw the fuck up and just get it done. Yeah. <laughs> Even if you don't like it, just suck it up. Shut yep. up. Yep. All right. Now that we've all... Official stance. <laughs> So, again, just to prove how much this episode doesn't matter, when they flash back to them as kids, even, she puts Luke in the dumbwaiter, and he goes down into this underground cellar that nobody knew was there. A cool shot where the monster comes out of the darkness, but we don't see what happens to Luke. No, and that's what bothered me. They focus too much on, like psychological like horror and not enough on the visual i it especially because i want to be i want to like i saw it but then it was gone mm-hmm. and i never saw it again and i'm a little upset about it and that's what i wanted to start out one of the main things that i don't like about this and it's especially apparent in this episode is the emotional and the horror elements are for the most part very divorced from each other and like you watch a movie like The Babadook, where the mom is going fucking nuts because her kid and her entire like living area is being haunted. Yeah. It is a direct result of the horror elements. In this, there's only one that really affects the story. The rest of them are just kind of like set pieces. Yeah. And it, yeah. All right. They're not even tied in. Like. So... There's, there's the whole part of uh, Theo getting mad at Nellie for committing suicide. Um, yeah, I feel like that spot, like, is, again, totally not needed. Because um, I think they just 
did that to show a family member getting angry. Like, it, it, you could have had any of the other people in the family doing that, and it's just right. like a normal thing. And but the I, thing is, is Flanagan tried to do the five of them as the five stages of grief, and man, did they break character for that a whole lot. So I don't subscribe to that bullshit at no. all, except for possibly with Theo, because she is, yeah, she's a. We'll we'll get into it in the one episode when they explicitly say it. Yeah. But yeah, again, it's that. And again, I'm not saying psychology is a bad thing, but I think she's one of those people that like is a true believer, whether it's right or wrong, kind of like uh, almost treats it as a religion to where she's not willing to see a gray area in anything, where she just emotionally flips to anger because their mom killed herself. And she's so enraged that uh, her sister would... Do that without going to anyone else, which we'll get into. Yeah. Yep. Oh, man. So, Theo is the young girl, finds the basement. Yep. Yeah. I I wanted it to be so much scarier. They could have done so much more with the basement. You know what I would have liked it to have been? Hmm. Anything. Anything. Relevant. Yeah. To anything. To anything. At all. It never comes back. It never no, comes he, back, and it never comes up. Yeah. Unless, I mean, unless that's what they're doing in the basement later, but I mean... The best part of the basement is when you see the ghost, like, under the stairs. Yeah. Like, that's... And then it was... And they dragged it on for so long, but nothing really happened. No. Nothing. Not... I just... Yeah, not yet in that basement, no. but yeah, like, they didn't do anything. anything. She found a ledger. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And she brings it to her mom and her mom's just like, oh, yeah, they used to, uh, they, they, they used to rum, rum rum run. Yeah. Yeah. Back in the day. This is real interesting. Yeah. And I, I mean, okay. It gives a little bit of history to Hill House, but not really. Not really. It's not a plot line that's ever followed. It's nothing that we needed to follow a narrative. No, at all. Like you could miss that scene and totally not really miss anything in mm-hmm. the movie. Like, you could cut the entire like, basement out of this. Yeah. And it wouldn't matter. No. Um, yeah. So, it, it does coincide with Theo showing up to the family of the girl that she's been... Seeing? <laughs> the girl that she's been seeing yeah. professionally yeah. as a child psychologist. She just shows up at their home unannounced. Which, I mean, I guess you wouldn't tell your child's psychologist to go away, but uh, I, I don't know about the ethics of that, but I believe that it would be alert the authorities of your concerns first, rather that than is, show the fuck up. I, that's, uh, I have a, boundaries, a friend Theo. of mine, yeah, boundaries, uh, that's like not okay and like a therapist like you don't just like show up in your patient's lives like that's that that's a thing that like you're supposed to create this safe space away from their life and you invade their life and then like i feel bad for that little girl but like i'm pretty sure what she did could like get her license taken away by not calling the police firsthand like if you have even the thought that a child's getting abused 
the first thing you do is you pick up the phone and you call the police station. Yeah, like, because she right barges, she barge, not barges in, I guess she's invited in, yeah. but immediately says, oh, is, I forget the daughter's name, but is she here? Mm-hmm. They're like, no, she's at school. And so she says, can I see your basement? And wanders down, looking around at all this shit, finds a couch yep. that gives her a shiver, or she lays down on the couch inexplicably first. Yeah. And I, stares at the uh, a pattern in the... Face. Yeah, a pattern in the wood yeah. in the ceiling, which is a fa- looks like a face that the little girl's been drawing. Yep. So rape dad gets arrested. Good. Fuck him. Yep. Yep. Because he and his wife had clearly just been taking in kids because they had more than one. Yeah. Yep. And this was it was she was obviously adopted or just yeah. a foster child. Something like that. Yeah, she wasn't natural child that they made that very apparent. Right, which Again, I, I don't, it doesn't offend me, but like you don't need to throw in a thing about how the foster care system's kind of fucked up in my horror story unless like you're going to specifically do that. Yeah. Don't yeah. give me this half-cocked story. I don't like that. No. Uh, that's the, I feel like they focus too much on like these, del- like delving into like random situations from the past instead of focusing more on. Yeah, because almost nothing that happens to Theo is really that supernatural except for her sensory yeah. uh, perception, right? Yeah. And uh, another spot that we will <laughs> definitely get to, but... I, I feel like maybe they made that that way on purpose because, like... She's the, the supernatural. Strong... She's already supernatural, so they didn't want to, like, lump more on her character, oh, maybe? put a head on a hat? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. But I feel like it definitely would have been too much had she been going crazy for, like, a bunch of ghost activity, too. So, I, I, you know, I don't know. Yeah, and speaking of boundaries, they're fucking Theo. She just wanders down into Shirley's basement where uh, Nell's body is. All right, can we stop for a second? Is that how funeral homes are run? Is that just, like, somebody that lives there in their basement's a fucking morgue? Um, Because they are for a movie that I just had to watch, too. That is a thing, yes. Um, There are, like, hospital-run morgues, um, but morgues are, like, autopsies. The funeral home is the one that prepares the body, and every funeral home has that in their basement. Right, but do people live there? Yes. Uh, Living in there, they usually, they have, like, the showrooms, the, like where they prepare the bodies in the basement, showrooms on main floor, and then they live in, like, an upstairs. Um, I actually went to school with a girl whose dad ran a funeral home. So, like, they had a pool out back, and, like, it looked like three buildings, and then they had, like, a state-of-the-art thing in the basement, and it's, yeah, Because it would seem like a real drag if it's just like, hey, you got to stay in your room for, like, two hours because we have to do this thing, and it, you can't just be tromping around. Yeah, they had, um, like, uh, right across the pool, they had, like, a playhouse for their daughter that they could, she could just be in, and, and then they had, like, there was, like, a kitchen family side, like, a living area that they didn't really use between the funeral home and, like, their main living so like where they made the most noise but that yeah they were kind of rich there's a lot of money in death <laughs> oh 
Especially post-COVID. Man, there's a lot of money in everything that I'm not doing. Yeah, same. God damn it. Um, Why can't I just, like, look pretty and, like, get paid to, like, (laughs) sit on my ass and be pretty? Oh, I hear Um, you. My God. (laughs) It's not as easy as you would think. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, she wanders down into Shirley's body basement and decides to use her... uh, sensory perception to touch now which like okay giving your sister an autopsy or like preparing her body for burial is one thing but like purposely yeah. doing that to your sister that sure. committed Surely suicide doing it in a professional capacity yeah feels being a fucking creep she, a very yeah and uh, super inappropriate as well because i'm sure that shirley can lose her license for that yeah. For just having her Somebody sister wander access. down. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know the strict rules, but I'm sure there are regulations in place. They're not supposed to leave you alone with the body. Like, that's a thing. They're always, like, there. There's got to be... It's like a, a chain of something. Um, like, you have to have in person, like, you have to have who was with the body or, like... Oh, sign and sign outs. Yeah, kind of thing. Like, kind of like, like evidence, evidence with police. Yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Like, so, although uh, some smaller towns and stuff tend to be more lax with that kind of stuff, and it's... Yeah. So, that, that that's pretty much the episode. Yeah. There, there's not a lot there. I mean, stuff happens, but who gives a shit? Yeah. Um, like, the, the Nell screaming thing, like... I will admit that I wasn't paying as much of attention as I should have, but I looked at the TV like right before it happened and didn't realize where I was in the episode, and I jumped. Um, <laughs> I I was watching this before you got here today, and I barely remember any of it because it's like I said, and it's it's not bad, it's not boring. Stuff happens, but even in the midst of the episode, you can clearly recognize who gives a shit. Yeah. Will you get to the fucking spookies? Yes, exactly. I. That's exactly it. Like, it's a horror show, but it's more drama than horror. Yes. Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we're, we're getting into, I think, the, the biggest example of that. All right. Let's Man. Do it. You ready? Yep. Fuck. Yep. Luke. Fuck. <laughs> Episode four, the twin thing. Yep. It's it's a Luke. It's a Luke. I. Um. All right. Well, uh, uh, we haven't really talked about Luke at all because we haven't had cause to because he hasn't been in a whole lot. But uh, just a few scenes, like randomly. Is a heroin addict. Mm -hmm. Well. Primarily, I'm sure if you know anything about drugs, Luke is not just. Just doing heroin. No. Yeah, um, not just at all. So this one's a real motherfucker for me. I'll say why. Uh, I spent about eight years of my life doing heroin. I'll be honest. I, I never went to any sort of rehabilitation facility or rehab at all. So all of this episode looked like a whole bunch of the reason that I don't go that I perceive as the reason why I don't go this episode makes me really mad 
Yes. I fucking hate it. I bet it does. I see a hard episode as well. Um, It's been just over six years, but I I was started when I was 20, and I didn't get clean until I was 26. Um, I started really late for most people. No, that, um, that was when I started yeah. doing spank. Um, and but I I went I was like a functional junkie. Mm-hmm, me too. Um, for like three and a half years, like we did really good. Um, but then I got into the the IV use, and that was it was downhill very mm. very very quickly. Um, but it's I did the rehabs like, but my mom was in recovery. So, like, most of my life, and my dad was an active addict, and then, like, they switched for a while, and we won't get into that. Yeah. But, uh, it's, uh, seeing that, like, I lived, like, in the early, like, 90, like, mid-90s, early 2000s in, like, Grand Rapids, uh, oh, in, uh, the city we lived in, um, we well, had, no, no, no. That's yeah. not, not what I was saying. Yeah, like, not nothing yeah. too specific. Yeah, a, a specific. Street. But they had like, uh, they had like this community, like with the recovery community. Like there was like family game days, like every couple of months, and like events, and like there was like people to watch, like specific babysitters for meetings, so people could go to meetings, and like they lived at that club. Um, so like, when I started using, I'm like I. Well, I had two strikes and both addict parents, like, and I was not willing to accept reality for what it was, and I found a way to not do that um, for a long time. (laughs) So, um, but I did the rehabs, and unfortunately, there's, they're not being dishonest with how it is um, at all. So, this episode starts... I, man, did I hate it a lot. It's the blind guy telling the story about how he came back from the war and he had seen a girl's eyes uh, essentially, like, turn into scrambled eggs or some shit like that. And he got back home and he started using, and it's a whole long production, and it ends up with and then I took some acid and tried to stab my own eyes out now I I'm blind and I see that little girl's face 24 hours a day and all right I get what you're doing Mike Flanagan but fucking can it Uh, theatrics yes um (laughs) cut the shit (laughs) I that's a thing um being that I was like and I knew like the the 12 step prayer uh the yeah that I knew the serenity prayer I I've known that since before I could ride a bike because I grew up in meetings with my mom so like that is usually not how it goes like (laughs) at all like save that shit for your sponsor um (laughs) for the most part um (laughs) but like they it's very they, they do that theatrically and it bothers me yeah so much but that's it's something very common in movies and stuff because the you know there's no cameras and the recording of meetings and all of that right. so like they people just embellish i think yeah and again and, i'm not like 
I'm not trying to strike it for its anti-realism. It was just more, yeah, like you said, the theatrics. Like, all right, Flanagan, I get it. Like, the theatrical pauses. I realize this isn't a documentary, but come on, man. It took way too long for that story to end. Yeah, it's a good four or five minutes. It is a long story. Yeah, and that's like a big chunk of time that you could have been focusing on Hill House. So Luke and, was her name Joey, I believe? Joey, I think so. Is the, the yeah, female the protagonist female, in, yes. our, in our current story. Uh, all I have written down was a rehab couple. Gross. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, the rehab relationship express where two train wrecks become one. Um, always a bad idea. Oh, no. <laughs> um, where are you? Like, you know, your kids down the line. Where'd you meet my mom, dad? Uh, in rehab, son. No, um, not a good place. To yeah, it, again, I'm not coming down on anyone who has done it or made it work or whatever. Like, it's just, it's notoriously a bad idea yeah and that is not to say that after you get a handle on yourself don't date somebody who hasn't also been an addict but not at rehab do not do that no uh speaking as somebody who's been to them like do you know how many times it just gets like you leave rehab with an addict and they're they're still an addict and you're still an addict but you're both trying not to be an addict but then like you enable each other and now you're worse addicts <laughs> yeah um um bad idea like, oh yeah <laughs> make sure your brain's in the right spot because they might fuck up and you need to not let them bring them down with you like you with them yep yeah. because uh the the last time i ever saw heroin it was a real hard no to say <laughs> And, uh, yeah, that person is deceased now, but yeah, it was the, man, I got to stop even being around this because, oh no, it had been years that I had been clean. It was just the, mm. yeah. (laughs) Hey man, I got to go. Like, I don't mind that you're doing this. Your life, do what you want, man. But, uh, I got to go. Yep. (laughs) Yep. That's. that's a thing that's like a boundary I have with people like I I don't mind drinking like and stuff like that but like I can't be around it because I am me Mm -hmm. and I like drugs (laughs) I'm gonna think that's a real good idea yeah and and, and it's not a good idea I got Lala in the back of my head telling me do it it sounds like a great idea you'll have so much fun you'll be fine it'll be once yeah it'll be once you'll be fine and I, I think anybody who's ever had a substance abuse problem knows exactly how that works. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you, you try and deny it for as long as you can before you... Uh, yeah, I, I just did it recently. Yeah. It's been real fun. But, uh... So Luke leaves rehab because Joey runs away. Yep. yep. Yep, who could have foreseen that? Oh. Hmm. Man. It was, it's just the, like... Dude, what are you doing? What are you doing? Um, Because this isn't his first fucking rodeo either. No, he knows better. And and you know he knows better. Um, But, like, at the same time, think about it. Like, he's, like, clean for the first, like, long-term-ish bit, like, since he started using. And, like, a girl gave him attention. Yeah. 
Yeah, like right when your <clears throat> right when your hormones are like re-regulating and you get really <laughs> fucking horny. Um, he's following the vagina, uh-huh. and that's not that is the only thing that he is thinking of at that time. And like they try to portray it that he's like caring about her, but hmm. Yeah, because he took her to his brother's house for dinner. Uh huh. That means that they get along so well. And I'm not saying that they don't get along, but also, uh, don't fuck that girl. No. No. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. Don't leave rehab with her. If you're going to go to rehab, don't do that. You know not to do that. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. God damn it. Goddamn junkies. I... Man. <laughs> That's the thing, is I know, like, you and I have message each other about this a few times like man i do i always have a soft spot for junkies just because like i know what it is i know exactly what it is mm-hmm. but man you gotta fucking go here's yes. a cigarette and 20 bucks man yep. you yep. you fucking know better yes and even when i was going back to it going oh it'll just be that once i fucking knew better um, you know better luke yep <laughs> you know and leaving rehab's a shit idea yep Especially, like, when it's paid for and you're finally taken care of for the first... Like, he looked, like, death warmed over when he went in there. I don't think that that's even one of the ones they paid for. I think that's just a place that, like, a community outreach. That was, yeah. Because it shows him going from, like, the expensive rehab facilities down to, like, the street level, like, on Skid Row. Yeah, that was definitely a state-run or, like, city-run facility. Like Yeah, some church or some shit. Yeah, which they suck so much because you get so many more people in there, and it's more clinical, and um, they do suck. It's a lot of dudes that need a place to sleep for a couple nights. Yeah, yeah, and, like... The one, de- the detox center I went to was co-ed, and that was... Why would they um, do that? Separate hallways, but you do groups together. Mm. Yeah, because a hallway always stops people from fucking. There's a lot, there is a lot, the uh, the doorway to the girls' hallway is locked from the boys' side. The girls can unlock the door. Good God, I would but hope the, so. the boys can't. Um, it's not 1942. It's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, I would have... Go there. wild, fellas! Yeah. <laughs> I uh, played a prank on all the guys there because I shaved my head two days before and I had two wigs, so I made them think I was three different people. <laughs> Fuck, you might as well. I had Some uh, shit it like was, that, you get on to get bored. I, I was. After you're done kind of feeling like shit, you're, just, you're like, man, this sucks. That was after like five days of being in a bed in detox and not getting out of bed because I was so sick. So yeah, I was going to have a little fun. So here is where I wanted to really get into the the horror and the emotional aspects share no correlation. What the fuck is the tall ghost? I don't understand either. I... It's not a representation of anything that we're ever shown, as ever really talked about, I don't think. If so, it was a very quick gloss over line. Yeah, I I have watched Hill House multiple times, and I always, like, watch with subtitles on. And I'm like, is there something in the background that I had missed? Or, like... There is literally no explanation as to who or what he is supposed to be or how he's tied to the house or any anything. Yeah, it represents just nothing. It's the, nothing. oh shit, we haven't done a, a horror in a minute. Blah! Ghost! Yeah. Ghost. Blah! Yeah. And that's what it, it kind of feels like. And when I was thinking about it, it almost feels like... <laughs> this is going to sound bad because I know this is actually very well made and very well thought out. It's just something that I happen to not like. 
But the pacing of this kind of reminds me almost of a Conjuring or like a really mainstream horror movie. Like, hey, it's been like six pages of dialogue. We need a bah. Yeah. We need a ghost. Yep. <laughs> and I think this episode and a lot of this is just uh, ah fuck. We need a spooky. We need yes. a spooky. And it's a good ghost. It is. I I saw, at least we saw more of it than, like, some of the other ones. Uh, like, the one under the stairs, like, the basement episode. Like, we saw, like, barely anything. So, like, but still. Yeah, and it, because it, it, it starts out, the first time we see it is when Luke is a kid. Yeah. And that particular ghost in Hill House looks fucking incredible. It, it does. Later like, in the episode, not so much. No. It looks kind of ridiculous. It does. Uh, the It's like an eight foot tall fucking ghost with a cane. Yeah, in the like light. I, I feel like lighting with that costume, like the costume needed to be adjusted for the lighting and it wasn't. It could have been made a lot better. And we'll, and it, we'll get to it, but it's just very out of place, which I get it, but it's just like, <laughs> Look at that asshole. Yeah. <laughs> is he from the 1830s? What the fuck is this? Yeah. Uh, he finds Joey, and it's very unclear whether she's high or not, but I'm pretty sure she is. Yeah. Because she seems like one of those like kind of street kids that's been fucked up since they were little. Yeah. Because yeah. Luke comes from an otherwise like nice family. There's yeah. never an, in, any indication that they were ever like poor or hurting for money or there was any like outside influence of like drug use yeah joey seems like she had she's just one of those fucking people that fell into the life the shit yep it's just kind of what happens to some of those street kids it fucking happens man yep so he finds joey and they go to rob steve's apartment yeah and this is the only time that we had seen Luke previously in the introductory episode is when he's walking yes. down the stairs with Steve's cameras. Yep. And uh, he runs into Steve and he gives him the whole, you know, you can keep this, I need this for work, and here's 200 bucks, fucking get lost. Right. Man, what are you doing? <laughs> I, yeah, uh, of all things, like, the, she he brought her to the, the brother's house that he... Like, had dinner with her at, and I'm like... And yeah, okay. How did he know Steve was there? Because Steve's separated from his wife. Like, nobody knows that he lives there. Like, that was a thing with the, when Nell went missing. Like, she doesn't know I'm not there. So if, like, he told the ex-wife if she shows up here... Yeah. Like, call me. And so, like, how did the how junkie did... brother who hasn't been around... Yeah, who doesn't ...know where anyone. he was? Yeah. Because he is one of those, like, junky junkies. Because you were, all right, it's for anybody that doesn't know, there's a there's the Luke kind of junkie that, like, the dude that will always ask you for a cigarette. Hey, can I borrow your phone? Hey, can I get this? It, but then there's always, like, and I always thought this was weird, there's always, like, some rich kid junkie that's just, like, got, like, a nice polo shirt and whatever, mm-hmm. but it's rat, fucking riddled in track marks. Yep. And, yeah, Luke's one of those dudes. He wasn't calling Steve. He doesn't have a fucking phone. No. So, no. yeah, that's one... Th- it's, it doesn't bother me too much, because it, it's not... It doesn't matter, but still, it's, come it's on. It's definitely a plot hole. That, that's... 
noticeable. So he meets back up with Joey, and she tells him that she's got to take a piss in an alley. (laughs) Hey, man. (laughs) It wasn't that unrealistic. I mean, (laughs) there's a bathroom inside any store on that strip, and she's like... In in, In shitty L.A.? In shitty L.A. They ain't letting you use the fucking bathroom in junky areas. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Nah. You can't take a piss in a fucking 7-Eleven in L.A. That, yeah. But, it, so, she splits, does she take the money? Yes. She yeah. takes the money to go in and buy, and he, like a dumbass, just stands there in the alley staring at the door. Like, how dumb are you? He's a real dipshit, because, yeah, give the money... Don't keep it on you. Give it to the girl that's fucked up, that just ran from rehab, has probably lied to you God knows how many times in just this short span since you guys have been out of rehab together. And she gives the most obvious, hey, I gotta take a piss in this alley. Fucking get it together, man. Yep. It's no wonder he didn't have any money getting fucking beat all the time. I I kind of wonder if that, like... If he was that just guy that, because you know, there's always the, the, just the guy that just everybody takes advantage of because they're dumb. Um, <laughs> when you're in those circles, there's always that guy. Yeah. Um, everybody pinches his bag, you know what I mean? Screws him uh, over because he'll just let it happen. Uh-huh. That guy. And I feel like that is Luke. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's 100% that, yeah. Luke. He, he's the dude that, like, nobody will introduce them to their dealer, so he doesn't have a guy. He's got to find somebody to go get him dope as well. Yeah, yep. <laughs> and nobody yeah. will give them access to their guy because everybody's... Because he'll shit. act like a dipshit and fuck you over because he'll owe the dude money. And he'll say, where the fuck's your boy Luke? And then you're on the shit with your... Di- uh, anyway, yeah. it's a whole fucking thing. Um... I really super hate the AA speech that he gives, or the NA, I guess, speech that he gives at the end. Yeah, no. I really hate it. Very, very cliche, and I... And, like, I I have the soft spot for Luke. Mm-hmm. But he's a dipshit. <laughs> I also don't I, think the actor playing him is very good. I... <laughs> if I'm being perfectly honest. Yeah. I don't think he's doing Sorry. a great job. And not just at, like, portraying a drug addict. I mean, just a total. In, in general. Mm-mm. Yeah. I feel like... He's um, fine. He's fine. I feel like he was trying to be too serious, like, too serious about it and, like, focusing on, like, the wrong part of what he was supposed to be doing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's a... Uh, He's still pretty, like, built. He's a big dude. That might have just been bad casting. I, he's hot. He's cute. And he makes, he's, like, kind of lovable. You want to pinch his cheeks a little bit. Um, but I don't think that was a good, like, good part. But yeah, so, but Luke starts seeing that giant hat ghost. Yes. But on the streets of Los Angeles, I, yeah. it looks fucking ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. And I... It makes, I was like, I wonder if, like, another sensitive person, like, because those exist in this universe, obviously, like, if somebody was, like, well, sensitive and walking down the street and just randomly saw this walking there. Yeah. Like, um, what the fuck? Hey, man, is that yours? <laughs> right. Put a fucking leash on your ghost. <laughs> 
It's your fucking ghost under control. Man, alright, so... Rather than the Theo episode where nothing really seemed to matter, this does matter because Luke actually does affect the story and Luke's drug use does affect the story. So, I mean, that's why I think in an... I'm not going to say boring, because this isn't, again, it's not a boring episode. Shit happens. But it gets really into Luke's character, and it's very light on scares, really. Very. Uh, But as, like, the the, the former junkie in me, like, my heart was racing that more in that episode than in the the ones that are, like, actually scary. Um, But in a good way, like, there was couple of parts that in the Luke's arc that I covered my eyes and made somebody tell me when it was over. Because <laughs> um, there's things I still have a hard time watching. Um, but... <laughs> Damn, I'm fine uh, with it. <laughs> I... Uh, <laughs> that it's a very uh, ritualistic thing. Oh, man. And um, I, that, oh, man. <laughs> that, that part of me what is still... There. All right, stupid so, question. I, Did you ever shoot water? Just to do it? After, yeah. Just to put... Uh, yeah. Just to kind of do the thing? To do the thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> it, it's a thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Or, or vodka or whatever else. I... No. Ow. Um, but oh, it hurts a lot. I fucking bet it does. <laughs> I will not ever. No. <laughs> Whoa, that sounds like a very bad idea. Oh, it it is. <laughs> It's like when you have to shoot, have to shoot crack. <laughs> when you're shooting crack and you just have to throw vinegar on it and it burns like a son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> but, uh, That's a thing too. All right. So, yeah. Uh, I guess the why in the Hill House. It's important because it does establish Luke as kind of. I don't want to say like the black sheep, but he is. He's one of those people that they never really know where he is, and that becomes a problem. Yes. And they never really know what he's, what, I don't want to say what he's capable of, but if he's not right in front of you, he could be fucking anywhere. Yeah. And he also has a drug problem. Yeah. So, like, double, like, and definitely, I don't, like, the flashbacks of his childhood, too, like, it shows, like, him being very comfortable being alone as yes. a child. Or with ghosts. Um, mm, we'll get to that because yeah, I'm going to dispute yeah, that. I, well, not really. No, they flat out say it. And, yeah. uh, all right. Uh, sorry, my brain just got way two steps ahead. What were you saying? I'm sorry. But yeah, like it, he's very comfortable being alone. And like so like the family kind of just leaves him alone. And I feel like they get used to doing that. And that got him in trouble. Yeah, he's pretty much like the only one that he seems to have a real connection with is now. Yeah. And I mean, and I guess and vice versa. I mean, of course. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, there are a lot of shots of just Luke playing by himself. Yeah. It, yeah. Hmm. hmm. You've cracked the case. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, have you got anything else that you would like to say about either of these two episodes where we are in the series? Any albums you'd like to recommend to anyone? Uh, recipes? Um, torture methods that you would like to promote? Anything? Um, torture methods. Uh, I really, really want to see a guillotine in use, like, in my lifetime. Mm. That is 
Yeah, let's let's do that. Um, in use on human or just in use? Um, I feel like like if, an exhibition. If, if if we kill, if we just like take out one billionaire, just one, the rest of them will fall in line. No, the rest like, of no, the rest of them will somehow figure out a way to divvy up his money and become even more powerful. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, it would just continue until they stop. Well, uh, yeah, you know. they're, they're like Highlanders. There will only be one by the end. <laughs> and it fucking won't be Zuckerberg. It won't that be nerd's getting his head lopped off immediately. <laughs> fucking uh, Jesus. Oh, God. All right. Well, should we say goodbye uh, for now? Man, I got I real know. stuttery in this one. Uh, yeah. We still got quite a bit to go. All so right. Sure. Well, Peace um... Out. Goodbye, everyone.